I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they are open in business and enthusiastic about your arrival 24 hours a day. They're still humming. Ramon. Yes. I got you shown up here. It's my, this is my Green Lantern Christmas sweater. <laughs> it's the only bad Christmas sweater that I've got. What's the worst one you've got? Worst one I got was... Um... I don't know. I had a reindeer one, man. That was just like out of control for no reason. <laughs> it was a reindeer one. I was just like, you know what? It had like light bulbs on the antlers and stuff. I was like, you know, I'm gonna rock it anyway. <laughs> out of control for no reason is the best is. description of a sweater I've ever heard. It is, man. And I had one with uh, what was Jesus Christ on, it and it said, "It's my birthday." So that one. Was oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, before we get into Steelers versus Bengals on Monday night. Yeah. I want to get into Steelers versus Bengals other times. I like um, this. I can picture where exactly, because you always had the one stall at the end of that middle on stack the corner. There, you know, over the corner. Yeah. You were in like <laughs> the, the position of authority somewhat. And you had Pounds next to you, and, uh-huh. and Marcus Gilbert was down on the far end. Yeah, and, and Dave and Al were on the other side. Dave and Al are on the other side for some reason. Yeah. Never understood that. But but that but I'm going to start with Dave and Al on the other side. Okay. Because I went over to them after one of those gory games. One of those just yeah. just horrible, horrible games. Not not the not the Shazier games. That no. that's yeah. horrible for yeah, a different no. reason. The other games, and I I remember going over to them, and before I even had a chance to ask a question. Dave turns around and goes to me, what was that? What was that? And, and Allie, who's been in yeah. combat, says, yeah. says yeah. I couldn't do that every week. He said yeah. that to me. He said, I couldn't do that every week. Yeah. Man, those games. I, I don't know. Sometimes <sighs> we're, we're people like me are guilty of hyperbole with stuff like this, but not yeah. with that. You know, it, it was. It's one of those when you did this right here, that's the feeling that it was. It's like, I cannot believe this is how the game is. And not to say that the rest of the league games are soft or the game, you guys don't play a tough game back in my day. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. Every week is a go hard type of week. But the extra side of what Cincinnati dished out for no other reason than to prove a point or to say, well, you might have beat us, but we did this. That was the points of those games where you're like grabbing your hair afterwards and you're like, why are you the way you are? <laughs> you know, like those were the games, man. And just the, the small stuff. It, and I'll say this too. The guys I always respected around those games. It's always Gino and Dunlap because it was yeah. these reasons for them. They were in it for the purpose of the game. They were in it for 
man, I'm trying to beat a really good team. I'm trying to show that I, I we're a contending team. Mm-hmm. But your Burfics, your your Pac-Mans, your Drake Smith sometimes, and you'd even have some of the running backs that would just do some stuff. You're like, come on, man. Like, not you. I hadn't seen you do. And I think that what it was, the reason Al and Dave felt that way was this. You, we didn't see any of that extra stuff against other people, only against mm-hmm. us. And that's where it made you be like, come on, guys. Like, you're not going to win. Just... <laughs> just let it go and let's just play the game cleanly and they for whatever reason I don't know what Marvin Lewis is giving those guys or whatever he told Burford to do or or just the freedom that they were able to just do some stuff because if it was if I'm being real it was a couple of years they was probably better good enough to beat us yeah that's but fair they didn't do the execution part of being bad guys right if you feel what I'm saying and that's what oh, Dave absolutely. and Al that's where they were probably like, man, I can't do this every week because I'm putting my health and 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 the way of just trying to win this game, dealing with you guys, and we do that every single week. But with them, it was like, all right, there's a little bit extra going on for no other reason than you know, you, you just <laughs> I said, can't even you really just, explain it. No, you just said something that I'd not heard anybody say about these games before, and that and that is that they weren't doing it to other teams. And no. I'm sure that's something that I've never heard anybody say that. And, and again, now, as I think back, like I wasn't studying the film of Cincinnati the way you guys were in advance yeah. of those games. So you got to see that. You got to see yeah. that the <clears throat> perfect wasn't completely losing his mind no. on every team he faced. No, uh, that, that you all see, these guys weren't. So it's crazy. You see little stuff here and there, but it wasn't as blatant as it was in our games. Like, the extra dive on a pile or the extra like throw the quarterback to the ground, the way he tried to do Ben or, you know, the sideline running, twisting Le'Veon's leg, like that type of stuff. And the verbal aspect of everything that was going on, the words don't matter, but it's just like some of the stuff he said was like family matters was like, you know, just over the top, like none football. The thing about the, the league is this, it is one hell of a fraternity. DK, I want to beat the hell out of whoever I'm going against. That was my number one goal. One, do what's right by my team. And secondly, do not get embarrassed. And me not getting embarrassed meant that I'm going to try to bash you any chance yeah, I yeah. get. You have you no know, choice. That's the job. That's the job. Exactly. And you see that happening. But in those games, it just became like, yo, is this even football? You know, and, and, and part of it, it wasn't. It was, I, I, I usually have a saying, you know, the, the, the real gangbangers, the real thugs, the real hard guys, like, they don't go to college for four years. You know, they don't do this. There's only one or two instances where we can call somebody in the NFL a killer, a stone cold, like, yeah, that's a badass guy. I don't want to cross the street with him. Everybody else committed themselves to the cause of going to college for a little while. They have some structure in their life. They understand what it means to be a professional for the most part. Yeah, you'll have a mess up here and there, but guess what? I'm not trying to kill you literally on the field. I'm trying to inflict pain on you within the rules but it's not going to be the stuff that we got from them, man. And that, that's what made it so sad because it was really during the prime eras of it, let's say 14 to 17, a little bit of 18. Like it was good. It was good on good. Uh, it should have been, it should have been their best years. The, the last thing I have on this subject is I remember when, well, we all do. We all remember when Juju clocked perfect. Um, yeah. And you can say you can say what you want about the the nature of the block and everything else here, 
he stands over him and hmm. but who do you remember who it was that came up to juju and said knock it off was it me or dave it was dave and you were right behind dave. him yeah 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 <laughs> okay um and dave look, dave went up to him and almost pretty much like shoved him shoved him. like yeah juju <laughs> and he was like because that that reminds me of, of you know of of what i would hear from you guys afterward was that you had to be this strange combination of defensive meaning protective mm -hmm, of yourself and your mm -hmm. health but also aggressive to show you weren't taking it and yeah. and then within that not crossing the line yourself yeah. oh. what is that and this and and, and for days to be that aware of that to go up to juju who by the way i had no problem with the block but that's just me <laughs> maybe just because it was who you know on. what if you run around the neighborhood doing drive-bys and you know taking people out, at some point the neighborhood is going to bond against you and be like, you know what? Sorry for them, but that's the game. And I think the way Burfitt played this game for a while, um, <laughs> as I said, the NFL is a fraternity. Football in the general, in general, is a fraternity. So seeing that, I know it was the tons of players that, that said something to Juju about that hit. And it mm -hmm. wasn't, hey, you were scumbag. It was more like, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah, way to go. But to Dave's point, though, I think the, I guess when you, you humanize the, the football game of what that hit was, though, it's kind of like, okay, we got ours in. All right, Juju, move on. It wasn't Yo, like. He, he's out. <laughs> that yeah. dude is out. <laughs> yeah. It, and Juju being a young guy, honestly, that's what you expect from him, man. You see this dude doing that. He's taking a shot at Juju, his counterpart. He took a shot at A.B. At some point, man, you're going to get got. And that's what that moment was for him. And Berger could probably laugh at that and say, you know what? Yeah, I might have got once. I might have got once, gotten got once. But I inflicted a lot of pain on a lot of people. So, hey, he live and die by that. Juju, I think, made money off of those shirts. So, hey, so be it. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, speaking of Juju, everybody around here is talking about Juju. They're talking about him dancing on the other team's logo before the game. There's a lot of people that don't understand, A, why he does it, B, why some of the Steelers' older players, the veterans, don't say something to him about it, why Mike Tomlin doesn't do anything about it. Uh, anything at all from you here, because now you're, you're free to actually talk about stuff like this now. I'll say this. This day and age, all NFL players, from linemen to some quarterbacks, all do everything they do on social media. Yeah. They win or lose, post pictures no matter what, period. If they win it, they're posting the pictures probably five, 15 minutes after the game, which is fine too. Mm -hmm. That's just the game. The teams do the same thing. Uh, I felt like what Juju's doing, he did it when nobody else was around. He's out there warming up. That was part of his little routine. Maybe he was warming up, catching balls, bam, in the middle of the logo, do his little dance. And the third part, I mean, the other part of it is, these players make so much money doing this, this self-promotion stuff yes. that yes. I don't think it's a big thing. So if you're telling me as a player that's doing the same thing that I'm doing, and 
to, hey, you can't go do that. Well, no, you can't tell me I can't go do that because you're doing the same thing, just in a different way. And if you're an older player, let's say if you want to bend and go say something to him, which he has that right to. I think Ben kind of recognizes that the game has kind of changed a little bit. The branding of players is, is kind of wild these days. Teams do it. We do it. Um, and also, the way he was doing it, I didn't see it as a means of disrespect, too. I'll say that a guy that stepped back from this situation, I didn't recognize that they were agitated about it until Josh Allen said something. Well, I heard Josh Allen say something in the preseason, I mean, the uh, pregame warm-up, I guess, before the game. That's the only time. Nobody else, to my understanding, has kind of said it. If that's the field they needed to, you know, to help push through that win, that's all right, too. But I saw what Juju's rebuttal was, that he's not going to stop doing it. And the thing is, we as fans, teammates, still a nation has celebrated Juju. It's been a few to moan and grope and complain about it, but gripe and complain about it. But he's doing his job. Up until two weeks ago, nobody could do any wrong on that team. So I say this to say, of, of the guys, of, of, of things you can point fingers at in the last game, he's not one of them. Um, I didn't see it as the uh, Terrell Owens going to the middle of the, uh, of the Cowboys logo. I didn't well, see that. That was in the game. That was in the game. Yeah. I mean, so he ran. He sprinted after a touchdown out to the star. Yeah. yeah, that was different. I didn't see that. My thing is this. I've been on the side of where I've tried to pull real guys back in and say, hey, don't do this. You shouldn't do that. And you kind of get greeted with a little bit more resistance when you do stuff like that. Uh, the thing is this. If he falls flat on his face and don't make anything of it after doing those type of things, then you, that's when you say, hey, check yourself. All the little extra stuff that you're doing, um, that's not helping us win. Juju's been a steady Eddie when it comes to this team this year. I think we all can agree about that. For him to be, I guess you can look at him and say he's the number one guy on this team. I think he's the oldest um, as far as wide receivers in that room. Um, he's done his job. He hasn't complained. He's been everything you wanted him to be. It's just that the recognition of recognizing that social media has kind of changed it for him. The 150 people that dislike it or the 2,000 people that dislike it, there's – on his profile, 180,000 that love it. <laughs> this so is true. I'm not saying well, get with it or get on. What I'm saying is the game has changed. You're not going to have no, your own bettises. There's no question about that. Let's take this from the other perspective. You mentioned Josh Allen. It was the video, and it was actually put out by the Bills. Like yeah. the video, it wasn't some Tell viral 17. thing. Like the Bills put this out, the official Bills account, and all they did was bleep out the F-bombs. But what it was, for anybody who didn't see it, Josh Allen mm -hmm. basically brings his, his, I think it was his wide receivers and wide tight receivers. ends around him. Yeah, and he had them in the, at the end of the tunnel there, and he tells them, hey, let them dance and we'll blah, 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 blah. Um, do teams really get fired up over stuff like that? Or is that completely manufactured? I mean, you're the Bills. You haven't won a thing like ever. And you're about to take the field for an actual important yeah. game. Did you uh, yeah. really, really need that to get fired up? No, they didn't. No. Uh, after the fact, it was cool to hear him. And you can rally. He won over a lot of people um, in, the, in the sports world by saying or getting caught by saying that. But he didn't need it. Um, no. If there was anything that Juju did, it was just doing it. It just gave him a little bit. 
And if we're going to be honest about it, let's let's not act like they lit it up either, the Bills. Even from no. that, that pick six is what took them over the top. It wasn't anything it. else in the game. That's so it. we're not going to – let's not paint that up. I mean, we as still a nation won't paint it up. But that's just what it was. It was something for him to say. Um, besides, Juju's not the one sacking him. Hell, it's, it's, it's Cam. It's, <laughs> it's, it's TJ. So that was the least of his issues. Steelers versus Bengals with no Joe Burrow. Um, I don't know who Cincinnati's quarterback is right now. DK. Oh, wow. You don't either. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, the quarterback I knew played there last week. The Red Maybe Rifle. It's, it's Kenny Andy Anderson Dalton plays for Dallas now. Andy Dalton. Um, Boomer Esaias. And <laughs> Who's quarterbacking for that? But look, they they don't matter. The Steelers yeah. need to write themselves. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, we've talked a lot about the running game. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about the need for an intermediate slash deeper passing game. Yeah. At some point, Moan, those two things, you know, they're not – Yeah. they don't exist in separate universes. I know. No. So, it's, so it's, which comes first? Which comes first? What do you got to do first? It's it's a couple things that can you can take out of it. It's number one. Um, I won't be coming out of retirement to help the run game or anything like that. <laughs> well, we've got that out of the way. <laughs> I had to do that, DK. I'm sorry. Oh, you okay. Did. Well, hey, listen, you know, Kevin Dotson. Kevin Dotson is is it? His injury doesn't appear to be as serious. Okay. Okay. As we thought, so you're off the hook on that one here. And there's actually even a possibility that Matt Filer, if this runs, yeah. if they make a deeper run into the playoffs, that he could come back because he did not have a complete tear. So yeah. not to make light okay. of the guys who, who are playing left guard in your place, uh, but they look like th- that situation is not going to be as bad. If they can get Kevin Dotson out there, they actually have some depth. Yeah, you know what was wild though? I did have a a prominent guy in the locker room reach out. I was like, "Mom, man, like seriously, could you play right now?" <laughs> Good for you. Like, <laughs> legitimately reached out, and I was just like, "Man, if I had to, I would." But that's not in the plans for me right now. But. To get the deep ball and the running game, wait a, man, second, wait a second. That had to feel good. Come on, it you admit did. it. Come on, you look like, oh man, they still love me. This is good. You know what? And you know what? I've heard that aspect. Well, I didn't get that side of it, the player side, until this past week. Meaning, like, Mo, we could we could use you. The part that I've gotten the most from the team, man, has been Mo. We miss you in the locker room. We miss mm-hmm. you being able to pull stuff together, like. I, I wasn't in the pamphlet a captain, but the stuff that I did behind the scenes, like you've uh, you've seen some of the stuff that I did, of like try to take control of, like that part of it. They've kind of alluded to that a little bit. Not to say that they're not getting it, but you know me, I try to be a, a, a guy that kind of brings everything together. You're man. the bridge. That's one thing yeah, I, you're the bridge. I, I try, I, you know, I, I think of you when when I think of you in that regard, I think of Chicago. Uh, yeah. I, I think oh, of the anthem man. flap. Well, okay, see, it took you yeah. a second. But I, I think of yeah. Chicago right away because I have Dave. I can say this stuff now, but I have uh, Dave DeCastro yeah. basically pull, pulling me by the wrist going, 
<laughs> because he was so angry. I'm not. I'm not telling you anything yeah. you don't know. But he was. Yeah. He was so angry about the way the whole thing went down, and you can tell he wanted to tell me so much more. Yeah. Than he did, and and yeah. and 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 he didn't. And then we look over at you, and you're here's you are, Mister Popular. You're you're surrounded by all the cameras and microphones, and you're standing there holding court and making everything seem calm. Marquise is in the shower or something. Anything just to stay trying to get away from out us. of there. Yeah, just yeah, right. And and of course, Ali was uh, Alejandro Villanueva was nowhere in sight. Yeah, uh, but I, I know what you mean. That 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 would be something that they, especially in a time like mm-hmm. this, where clearly I don't want to call the offensive line in crisis. Not when you're getting that kind of pass protection. Yeah, oh, it's not good right now. Yeah, and, and whether it's to break the ice or whether it's just to, you know, mend things. Because I, I kind of wrote it in my article this past week on your mm-hmm. site was because we went through this and you know we went through this. I know we kind of veered off from Cincinnati a little bit, but people rather hear about us anyways. Geno's on right. IR. That's all that matters about Cincinnati. That's right. We don't know who the quarterback is. <laughs> all right. Um, but that's, that's, that's one of the things, man, that um, I always wanted to bring was like, being seeing that the defense the way they are right now, Bud is down. We lost Devin, and then I think Spillane is down a little bit right now. It's just a, a few things going on. There. If I was going to say anything to the guys on offense, which I don't know if they've already said it before, Ben's a really good leader, also, and so is Marquise. And you know, there's, there's guys in positions also, but I, I'd probably overly reiterate to them that hey, look, we got to start picking up our end of this deal. We know how it feels to be where the defense is at, meaning. They won't admit it, but the way the offense pushed along, the way the offense just 42, 38 points here and there to win games, like the defense is feeling that right now. Keeping a team at 17 points and still not winning the game, like the onus is on the offense. I mean, not necessarily just the offensive line, like everybody doing a job and just saying, hey, we got to make this happen. That window, DK, it closes. Like, as far as going to get that championship, and there's if there's one team that really, I believe, can do it, it's, it's Pittsburgh because of defense, man. We've seen trending lately that Kansas City hasn't been able to close out games, so they need a, a third down here and there to finally get a game. If that offense can have the feeling that they had in 2017, 2016, to say, hey, for the next last three regular season games and the next three or four postseason games, if we can tap into that with the defense that we have now, even minus Bud, minus Devin, Rob a comeback, Vinny get off the COVID list. Like, it's we begged and prayed for defense the way they, the 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers is, DK, and they have yeah. it. And you got Ben back. And if that's what I would, like, harp on the guys about. We've seen this show happen before. And before long, you crack and you come up short. Because why? It's hard to be the, the ones that's pulling the chariot the entire time. 